Shay think he know everything. Y'all hear that music right there? Yeah, we're excited about it. Listen to that music. Y'all hear that? That's the praise break joint right there. And we praise and break because of uh, they just made Juneteenth a holiday. Praise break. Yeah, let me give y'all a few minutes to listen to that music. Here we go. Yeah. 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 That's all right now. Jojo, the organ player, Jojo, do me a favor and break it down for me. All right. Yeah. So now we're doing this because again, it's Juneteenth. We're having some great music here. Uh, you know, Juneteenth is a holiday, uh, federally passed as a holiday, and again, it's celebrating uh, that the word got to the enslaved folks in Texas long after the Emancipation Proclamation. Long after that, the word finally got to Texas in which uh, freed the enslaved folks there. Uh, so that's why we celebrate Juneteenth. And I want to read a good buddy of mine, uh, a good friend of mine. I want to read uh, his take on Juneteenth. And that was uh, his uh, take on it there. And it says June 19th, 1866, uh, Juneteenth, also known as Jubilee Day, was the official emancipation of enslaved Africans. Although Lincoln had created the Emancipation Proclamation a year earlier, it was not enforced nationally. Blacks have been celebrating Juneteenth for years, but it wasn't until June of 2021 that it gained federal acknowledgement. Uh, to better explain, Juneteenth is the 4th of July with seasoning and cheese on it. <laughs> so today we rejoice and frolic shamelessly around lit grills with cognac, spades, tables, beers, and burgers and a festive dance chanting in our native tongue. Nuck if you buck. <laughs> so that is from unidentified underscore blackmail 478, better known as... Uh, uh, Jamie, also known as Django. So, with that being said, JoJo, bring us back. Right, here we go. And y'all better praise him while this music is on. You better shout. You better shout that thing out. Shout it out. All right, JoJo. Okay. Bring it down, JoJo. Right. So, got that out of the way. Now, we'll discuss Juneteenth later as well. Uh, but as you can see, uh, this topic is explaining pro-choice. And I want to explain it because I think a lot of people in this country get, get pro-choice mixed up. Okay, For some reason, people think that if you are pro-choice, you are pro-abortion. That's not the case. Okay, There are people who, that are personally uh, against abortion, but their political belief is pro-choice. Let me explain it. Now, so, now Oxford's Dictionary, Oxford's Dictionary describes or defines 
uh, pro-choice as advocating legalized abortion. What does that mean, Mr. Podcaster? That means that Oxford, as well as some folks in this country, are all kinds of confused, okay? Because that's not what pro-choice means, okay? Now, if you'll let me give my definition, my definition of pro-choice is advocating for the right for any person in this country to choose what they want to do with their life, body, lifestyle, etc. That is what pro-choice is to me. As a matter of fact, pro-choice is a political stance that I take uh, in life. Okay? And why should the government be involved in these kinds of things? Especially when he's talking about the choosing, uh, the people choosing and what to do with themselves, their lifestyles, uh, their bodies, things of that nature. Okay? So I just want to, I just want to talk about that briefly. Okay? For my, for my religious friends, okay? My religious friends, my religious beliefs, stop it. Okay? Stop it. Because what I'm really sick of uh, is, first of all, religious people, y'all know what the Bible say. I know that y'all know it because y'all love to quote it. However, some religious folks like using the Bible as a hammer to hit people over the head with it when their beliefs don't line up with theirs. And that's just not something that's wise to do. Stop using the Bible to... uh, Get your point across. You know, we was talking about uh, pro-choice, and 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 God bless this country isn't designed certain ways. Okay, um, so I would submit that a person in this country can be pro-choice and personally be anti-abortion. Okay, I would submit that. Okay, because when you're dealing with someone's personal belief, personal means in my house, what I do, right? Political means what you feel, which way you feel the country should go. And it's just not abortion that's that case. A lot of people have personal beliefs that may not align up with how they feel the country should go. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so re- remember that, Um and so I've somebody even asked me, well, Shay, uh, what about you? Uh, what about murder? Murder is well. Uh, my my response is the same. Okay, is that my personal belief is that murder is wrong and people shouldn't kill people. Okay. However, the one good thing is in this country, uh, the punishment, there is punishment for murder. It's against the law. As a matter of fact, the punishment is greater um, if the law can prove that a person chose murder, planned murder, and executed such a plan. Okay? The law calls it murder with malice intent, or what you know as first degree murder. Okay? So when people say things like that, you know, <laughs> let's let's be very careful about, you know, saying things like trying to link murder to abortion and things to that nature. Because it just so happens that me personally, uh, those things kind of align. I get that all the time from folks. It's 
murdered, murdered who? Okay, uh, but uh, be careful about that. And when I talk about people using scripture, it's always been interesting because uh, if you know your Bible, okay, then you know that the good Lord gives us choice. Right now in our Bible, I'm loosely speaking in our Bible, our good Lord tells us, listen, if you want to make heaven, here are some things you have to do. Right. Here are some things that you must do if you want to make heaven. Right. But then he goes on to say in that same Bible that the choice is yours. Right. Choose you this day. So, you know, if the good Lord doesn't take our choices from us, then who is the government to take our choices from us? Okay. And so when you say things like pro-choice, what you're really advocating for is for the right for people to choose what they want to do with their with themselves, their bodies, their lifestyle. If you came to me and said, Shay, I'm thinking about getting an abortion. What are your thoughts? I would say to you, listen, I wouldn't do that if I were you. Right. I don't think that's the right thing to do. Uh, and I wouldn't do that if I were you, but I would follow that and says, now you probably should do what's best for you, but I'm telling you, I wouldn't do that even in your situation. And I would even say you probably shouldn't do that. Okay. But like my grandmother would say at the end of a long conversation, she would say, you suit yourself. Come on here, Jojo. I would say you suit yourself. So while I'm telling you I wouldn't do that and I wouldn't choose that, and I, I probably think you shouldn't do it, but you suit yourself. You do what you think is best for you, okay? That's all pro-choice is, okay? I shouldn't be in your house choosing what you have for supper. I shouldn't be in your house choosing how you raise your children. That's not my job. It's not the government's job, okay? And uh, I mentioned scripture because people love to quote that. People love to say, you know, the Bible say and the Bible say, well, I want y'all to remember that we live in different times. OK, and living in a different time is no excuse to do what you want to do. OK, I'm just saying living in a different time versus how the Bible says. For instance, let's take our Old Testament. If you read those books, um, first and second Kings first second chronicles those are really interesting books to read because a they reference each other right uh meaning you might read in the kings and the kings say uh as it as in the chronicles right or the chronicles might say as in the kings so they reference each other right but that's where i learn about the whole prophet priest and king thing in the bible okay in the old testament Okay, meaning uh, in the forms of government, right? There were prophet, priest, and king. Okay, now the uh, prophet got the word from God, right? And the prophet, when he spoke, it was only when thus saith the Lord, right? It was thus saith the Lord, then the prophet spoke, right? And then the priest who had a relationship with the prophet, but the priest was chosen from amongst the people. So the priest had a heart for the people because he come from the people. You see what I'm saying? Uh, 
So, and then there was the king. And the king had a relationship with the, with the priest and the prophet, right? But the king is the one who governed the country, right? And he governed with the laws he came up with, and he executed those laws. But in the Old Testament, remember, the law, the king created the law based on the word he got from God via the prophet. Come on, Jojo. Okay, so uh, the law came from the king but it came from the king via god through the prophet meaning the prophet would go to the king and say thus saith the lord king right and so the prophet would tell the king here's what god told me and the king would say okay and then the king would make laws based on what god told the prophet and so, but that was in the Old Testament, okay? Because I'm looking at somebody say Old Testament. I didn't mean to take y'all there, uh, but that's how that worked then, okay? Now we under a whole different thing now. And I'm gonna tell you, if this country was set up like that, you would hear me aligning with how the country is set up. But this country is not designed to ostracize people that may choose something that we are not in line with. This country is not designed like that. That's why I, my political beliefs are how they are. My political beliefs strictly come from how this country is designed, right? I just told somebody my religious beliefs are totally separate from my political beliefs, right? Even though I pray for this country, I pray for our leaders. I pray for this country's leader. I pray for all of them and all of us, right? But when I say how this country is set up, I mean how our Constitution says this country is to work, right? And our Constitution says that we shouldn't ostracize people based on their lifestyle or, you know, how folks live. Everybody is supposed to be equal, okay? However, if you look in there, you don't see, you know, that the government is involved in the choosing of what folks do with their life, okay? Um, and so that's why I take a pro-choice stance, and that's why I want to kind of explain pro-choice, okay? Y'all stop beating folks over the head because they say they are pro-choice because they may have personal beliefs that are separate from their political beliefs, and that's, that's okay, and that, that can happen, okay? Um, again, while somebody might be personally against abortion, right? That doesn't mean they have to tell their neighbor what they should do. Okay? That's that's all that is. Okay? So I, I hope that that helps out. Uh, and some folks still ain't going to understand it. And that's all right, too. Okay? Um, so let's talk about what I'm tired of. Okay? What I'm tired of. Now, what I'm tired of is I just talked about Juneteenth. And how that just became a federal holiday. And let me say this. Uh, because they just signed this into law like three days ago, I'm going to go ahead and work today because, you know, it was already on the, on the books for me to work. But don't think ever again that I'm working on June 19th. Don't think that ever again. Don't you even fix your mind to think, am I working again on June 19th? Because I've taken a whole bunch of days off. I've even taken days off for Confederate Memorial Day. So now that there is a day that celebrates my ancestors, don't you think I'm going to be just how 
Jamie said in his uh, bio, I'm going to be around somebody's lit grill uh, playing spades, okay, enjoying myself. So don't think that again. Now, let me leave that right there. But we're grateful for the holiday, right? We're grateful for that, and I'm glad that we have it, okay? However, I want America to stop trying to pacify black people. When I say pacify, I mean, y'all, this country will, you know, sidestep all kind of landmines to give black folks a holiday, right? But we still want issues to be addressed. When you give a baby a pacifier, it's because A, you want them to stop crying, and B, you want them to be quiet, okay? Well, just for the record, America, black people will be grateful for the holiday, but we will not be quiet. We will not be quiet about police brutality, if you thought that. We will not be quiet about the George George Floyd and Policing Act, if you thought that. We will not be quiet about reparations, if you thought that. We will not be quiet about uh, voter restriction laws, if you thought that. We will not be quiet about dog whistle hate speech from our elected officials. We will not be quiet about that, if you thought that. We will not be quiet about the attempted whitewashing of the enslaved people in this country. We will not be quiet about that. We will not be quiet about the attempt of the education of slavery to be taken out of the school's curriculums in this country. We will not be quiet about that. How dare you give us the holiday Juneteenth and then there are bills being drafted around this country uh, that take what brought Juneteenth about. So you can celebrate Juneteenth, but you can't teach about why we have it. Ain't that ass backwards? Ain't that asinine? Right? Uh, So make sure that you know America while we're grateful for the holiday we're not going to be quiet about those things so you can't pacify come on here somebody you can't pacify black people okay Uh, because the truth is that in this country this is the richest most powerful country in the world okay and the catalyst of all that is the enslavement of black people Okay. At the end of the day, black people in this country need to be made whole. That's what I'm saying. At the end of the day, black folks need to be made whole. And I'm tired of this country sidestepping the things that will make black people whole in this country. Okay. We still can't get an anti-lynching law and anti-lynching act okay those are one of the things that will take a step forward to making us whole in this country i spoke about reparations making us whole in this country let me take a few minutes to explain this to you uh this country is worth about 270 trillion dollars right uh 270 trillion now we've got some bills right We've got some bills in this country, okay, that makes our net worth in this country at about $125 trillion. So we owe a lot of money, don't we? We got a lot of debt in this country, right? But our net worth, meaning after you take everything from our 
gross, our net worth in this country is about $125 trillion. Okay. Now, when you freed the slaves all them years ago, you promised us, you promised our ancestors 40 acres and a mule. Well, you know, we never got that. That's why you heard Martin King saying, keep your word. He would tell America to keep their word. The Constitution says all men are created, created equal. He wanted them to keep their word, right? Okay, when they freed the enslaved folk, they promised black folks 40 acres and a mule. America didn't keep their word. That's what Martin King was saying, is America didn't keep their word. But let me offer you this quick math problem uh, to move us forward. Okay, so what I have learned is today, every acre of land in this country by acre is worth about $3,160. Okay. Which means that 40 acres of just straight land in this country, okay, is worth $126,400, right? There are about 40 million black people in this country, okay? So, 126,000 times 40 million, yeah, it's a, it's a high number. That number is $5 trillion, $56 billion, Okay, so what I'm saying is to make black people whole and looking at reparations, you can almost start at giving every American, every black American, one hundred and twenty six thousand four hundred dollars. And you know what's sad? That's no money. That is no money. One hundred and twenty six thousand four hundred dollars. That is no money. Okay. However, that's the amount that you said in today's money versus the end of time in slavery between the end of slavery time in that time, 1865. That's the amount of money that that is today. Right. Which is, again, that's not a whole bunch of money. Now, five trillion, 56 billion. That's a lot of money. But one person, if you gave me one hundred and twenty six thousand four hundred dollars, you know what I would do? I would put it in the bank and I would go to work the next day. I can't do nothing with that. I can't even buy the house I want with that. Right? So, but when you're talking about all the things I mentioned, the George Floyd and Policing Act, the anti-lynching laws, the whitewashing of slavery in this country, we need all of that and $126,400 per person. You're talking about making folks whole now. That would make our ancestors whole. Okay, that would make that whole if you ask me. Okay, and it's not just a ploy to get money. Like I said, that's not a whole bunch of money. Is it life changing? Yes, but at the end of the day, that's not a, like if somebody gave anybody in this country $100,000, you still have to go to work every day, right? But that's just that's the head start, right? that most people got in this country besides black folks, right? So imagine being born. Imagine a black kid being born and a white kid being born. And a white kid being born got $126,400 just for being born. You know how much privilege that come with? And the black kid don't, is born with nothing, right? That's where we were when the slaves were freed, right? They were freed. Okay, and then not given nothing. They were freed and was like, okay, you're free. Nothing. 
They had to build their own homes and cut down their own trees to make their own wood to build their own homes and didn't have money to do that, right? So they, you know, I, I, I don't want to dwell, right? But I'm just saying, and I want to say this uh, as regarding enslavement. Imagine a country, excuse me, imagine a company that for 400 years, that company didn't have to pay anybody any salary. Can you imagine what that company would be worth today? If you were a company that's 400 years old, and for 400 years you didn't pay any salaries, what would you be worth? Almost $270 trillion. Okay? That's all of what I'm tired of. Okay? Think about that. So, uh, let's do a word for the day, okay? And the word for the day is catalyst. I spoke about catalyst earlier. You heard me say this country being rich and strong. The catalyst of that is having enslaved people, okay? The catalyst. Catalyst is a noun. It is spelled C-A-T-A-L-Y-S-T. C-A-T-A-L-Y-S-T. Catalyst. Noun. Okay, and it means a the definition is a person or thing that precipitates an event or a change. So, yes, I am indeed saying that slavery is a thing that precipitated this country being the richest, most powerful country in the world. I am exactly saying that. Okay, catalyst. Now, it is a, an event that causes something, uh, causes another event, okay? It is an event that happens before the event that it causes, catalyst, okay? That's a good word, okay? So, but before I go, I want to say this right here. I want to say uh, that I smelled a new smell a few days ago. And I said it on my Instagram. Uh, that smell was, it's Victoria's Secret, and it's called Heavenly. It's called Heavenly by Victoria's Secret. Listen. Y'all know how I feel about, you know, sundresses and tights and everything. And tights with stripes, right? You just think that's follow the stripes, the body. Yeah. Right? But listen to me. This heavenly my god in heaven i i uh, was minding uh, my own business <laughs> jojo where you at <laughs> i was minding my own business <laughs> and was uh, introduced to a new hire at work <laughs> and when that thing walked past me <laughs> I smelled something I'd never smelled before. And that thing put me in a trance. And I said to myself, I got to find out what that smell is. Because that thing did a thing to me. Have mercy, God. It was wonderful. And it messed up my thought process for the whole day. I couldn't think. I couldn't answer the phone. I couldn't send an email. It messed up my whole day. And I had to get my day back. Have mercy, God. 
that. So be careful wearing that around me. I mean, I ain't gonna do nothing to you, but if you see me just staring at you, mercy. Uh, anyway, uh, I thank y'all for listening to me today. Good Man, gracious. Shane think he know everything. With that being said, thank you for coming. And happy Father's Day to everybody tomorrow. What's up, Dad? <laughs> Y'all be good tomorrow. Take your fathers out. Show them a good time tomorrow. All right? Dad, I love you. Mama, I love you. <laughs>